Today, Elon Musk goes thermonuclear on media matters in a new lawsuit. MSNBC warns that dictator Donald Trump is going to imprison all his political enemies. Don't you threaten me with a good time. And you're going to puke when you hear how much the Biden administration is spending on their diversity, equity and inclusion agenda. We've got all of that and more coming up and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez and I feel like I always forget to say this. I'm going to get to the end of the show and I'm not going to remember to say it. So I'm going to say it right now. We are off tomorrow. It is Wednesday. It is the day before Thanksgiving and we have to prepare to give thanks the next day. And so this show will not be here tomorrow. So don't go complaining and saying, where are you, Sarah? I don't know where the show is. Did you do a show? No, I didn't. I'm with my family and most likely I will be drinking. Uh, I'm also joined today by Stu Bergier, host of Stu Does America, who honestly, it couldn't be a worse day for me to have you on. Why is that? Well, I watched the game last night. You did? Which game were you talking about? Can you tell me what happened in the game? What was the score? I don't want to tell you. You don't want to tell you me? You already know. I, I know. But I mean, you haven't even specified. Was it an NBA game? Was it a... You were nervous, though. I was very nervous. <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles uh, did win 21-17 last night. Yeah, you know, look. The Eagles are very good at making other teams drop wide open touchdown passes. That's where that's where the skill really not, comes in, no, and uh, it worked to a perfect extent last. I'll night. tell you what. I think maybe Taylor Swift is like on your side. Maybe she's put a curse on Travis Kelsey. She is an Eagles fan. You know, she actually is an Eagles fan. So this I could just be the code. a long-term process. I mean, Kelsey was bad in that game last night for yeah. him. I mean, he dropped a ball. He fumbled wow. a ball. He had two drops and a fumble. Yeah. Uh, not normal for Travis Kelsey. Uh, so I have my Jason Kelsey hoodie on uh, today, which is funny because I got it. It says the legend of Jason Kelsey. Uh, I got it when no one outside of Philadelphia or, or a hardcore NFL fan would know who Jason Kelsey is. And now... Every woman in America is a both Jason and Travis Kelsey fan. So it's been a very strange year. That's funny. Well, congratulations, whatever. Thank you. Moving very much. right along. <laughs> no, we could spend more time. No, I, I don't think I think we're well, I, Look, it's the day before Thanksgiving. As you pointed out, you're not going to be here tomorrow. By the way, I would encourage all the uh, listeners and yeah, viewers to message uh, Sarah and ask her, why isn't she Please on? Where is the show? Don't do I don't that. understand. Why aren't you doing a show? Don't do uh, that. I actually will also be off tomorrow from Studios America. My last show airs tonight uh, for the week. So uh, tune in. And then uh, tomorrow, all the messages to Sarah about no. where is the show. Don't. Dave, don't. And she, just think, happy Thanksgiving, Sarah. Here you go. <laughs> don't Click. do that. Don't do that. Um, in other news, this will be Stubergear's last time on the program. <laughs> uh, moving right along to the news of the day. So Elon Musk filed a lawsuit yesterday in federal court against left-wing rag media matters for America. This is, of course, the outlet... Stu's no stranger to this outlet. Uh, they've targeted their program, the Glenn Beck program. Uh, I can't even... I, 
guesstimate ballpark. Insurmountable. I mean, I can't. I bet there's thousands of hits on their website for Glenn. I mean, I don't know anymore. I, I think they still write about us. But. I mean, they're dedicated to just shutting down any sort of conservative uh, program. They've received funding from George Soros. Uh, they try to put pressure on companies, on advertisers, to remove their advertising dollars um, from all of these conservative networks or shows for all of the horrible, mean, racist, inappropriate homophobic, transphobic things that they always say. Is that accurate? Uh, yeah. I mean, they they, they hire um, vagrants to uh, <laughs> sit around and listen to radio shows over and over and over again to try to come out with one certain phrase that they can take out of context and punish them in some way. I mean, to the point that, uh, I mean, years ago I was doing a show and we were making fun of Keith Olbermann. And we said... Uh, <laughs> We said, uh, you know, look, uh, Keith, Keith Olbermann is to blame for all these murders. And we said all these terrible things about him. And then we said, now, obviously, that's ridiculous. However, it, it makes the point of what they try to do to the right. And we kind of yeah. made that point. Yeah. They literally cut off the thing before we said it was ridiculous <laughs> and posted it as if we, we were blaming him for all these murders and we should be in trouble and boycotted. That's how legitimately bad this organization is. Uh, it's run by, uh, you know, a bunch of people who are, I mean, terrible human beings with uh, really no life and, and, you know, I mean, it's a, in a way it's sad, but they're so awful you don't feel bad for the terrible right. things that occur right. uh, to them uh, if, uh, politically because they just are, you know, they're just, you know, they're really like, you know, kind of a, a sad, angry group of people. Now, look, at when we, I remember the first time Media Matters ever wrote about us. I remember it because we had Colin Powell on the air. This is back in like Wow. Oh, 2003. Yeah, it's a while. Yeah. yeah, it's been a long time. I've been working with Glenn for a long time. And they made some comment about how it was bad that Colin Powell would lower himself to come on our show or something like that. And I remember the first time thinking, like, oh, my gosh, like, I can't believe they're writing about our stupid little show. Like, this is like, a, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. And then you realize after, like, two or three of them that it's just nonsensical BS yeah. that they just farm out these like generic emails to thousands and thousands of people the same people write the sponsors nothing ever really comes of it they take their little i mean in a way they're they always talk about like coming after the right but in a way what they're doing is a grift to the left and what they're doing is acting like they're having this big impact on all these conservative programs and then they raise money off of that so they pay themselves with all the money that comes in from the idiots who think they're doing something to us i can't think of literally one impact they've ever had on our business in our entire lives they took credit for getting us thrown off of fox which was total nonsense we literally turned out a turned down a contract from fox um uh, many times uh, actually so i mean it it's one of these things that they exist kind of to create a uh a circle of grift. Right. right. They're constantly working their own dumb donors to keep themselves paid. It's pathetic, but uh, they might be in a little bit of trouble now. Yeah, well, because so to your point, typically that is the way it works is that nothing really happens. But they're like, we did a thing. And then their donors continue paying them. Mm-hmm. But at least this time, um, Elon Musk, well, well, the platform formerly known as Twitter, of course, X, filed uh, because... Media Matters published an article on Friday. Here's the headline. X is placing ads for Amazon, NBA, Mexico, NBC, Universal, and others next to content with white nationalist hashtags. And because they had posted this article uh, completely misrepresenting what X was doing, there were several companies that had ceased advertising on X, including IBM, Lionsgate, Paramount, Warner Brothers. I mean, these are big these are big companies, right? Discovery, Comcast, NBC Universal, Apple, and Disney. So perhaps Media Matters was so used to nothing happening 
that they didn't realize that something was actually going to happen mm. this time and they were not prepared for the fallout because almost immediately Elon Musk went on Twitter. I, I don't want to call it X. He went on Twitter and he was like, the split second court opens on Monday. X Corp will be filing a thermonuclear lawsuit against Media Matters and all those who colluded in this fraudulent attack on our company. He also said um, th that includes uh, their board, their donors, their network of dark money, all of them. So he, look, Elon Musk has his faults, but I feel like when he gets a hold of something and he is determined to do something, you better watch out because he is definitely going to follow through on that. And then to the, that point as well, Another bulldog, Ken Paxton, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton, has also kind of latched on to that, that after this lawsuit was filed uh, in federal court, but of course in the state of Texas in federal court, uh, Ken Paxton has now launched an investigation, he announced yesterday, into Media Matters for potential fraudulent activity. It says in the press release, under the Texas Business Organizations Code and Deceptive Trade Practices Act, the OAG will vigorously enforce against nonprofits who commit fraudulent acts in or affecting the state of Texas. Uh, Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey was also, he also announced that his legal team was looking into launching an investigation against Media Matters as well. Um, but I want to play for you, Stu. I want to play the Media Matters CEO on NBC over the weekend responding to, remember, this was just the, the, there was a potential lawsuit that was kind of looming over them, but it hadn't actually been filed yet. And here is the Media Matters CEO responding to this potential lawsuit before it was filed. Watch. And oh, this is your first interview since Musk threatened to take legal action against you. I must say against your yes. company. Thank God. Um, yep. What what's your response to this? I mean, Good I think question. that the, the thing to keep in mind is that, uh, uh, you know, it's not really clear what his cause of action is. And I think the most important thing is that in his response, in that legal threat, mm -hmm. he actually confirmed that our reporting was was accurate. No. I mean, every, he said that everything in our report, actually, as we said, it existed, did actually exist on the platform. And, and that's basically our core argument is that the platform is so saturated with extremism, with white genocide, with anti-Semitism, with racism, with conspiracy mm. theories, things that otherwise should be managed in some way that they can't actually protect the few brands that are still willing to remain on the platform. And this has actually been an ongoing thing for the last few months. This is just the latest and actually a string of these instances. So I think the most important thing, though, is that he confirmed that we were right. Were you surprised what? at all to see the reaction from some of these companies, right? Were you expecting all of these pretty big advertising companies to to sort of follow on, follow through on what you said? So I think the like, thing that no, was significant that was is that it was his own it was his own conduct because that gave a lens for the advertisers to to sort of analyze what was actually taking place on the platform. So I wasn't surprised that one or two advertisers pulled their ads, maybe ones mm -hmm. that are smaller buyers. Um, that's been happening since August. Every, we've been putting out similar reports like this for the past few months, and and a couple of those advertisers pull their ads, and you know it's it's a, it's a day story. It's not it's not a huge big thing, but I think in this moment, because as you pointed out in your opening, he had just embraced he said he when he embraced that and promoted that anti-semitic trope that idea of white genocide um he said actual truth you've said the actual truth he was validating it and so if you're one of these big name advertisers you're looking at this string of problems on the platform and then you're looking at elon musk's own conduct you're saying there's simply no way for the platform to ever cure the issues that we're dealing with here because the rot um, goes all the way to the top. And the ultimate decision maker here simply isn't going to protect our mm. brands from this content because he doesn't see a problem with it in the first place. Mm. 
so still so you he, sound like you yeah have I, something to say I yes. think he might know a little bit about the rot going to the top of an organization um, yeah maybe he's central in in that rot and I will say that to, to to compliment him a little bit I don't want to be unfair but it's an awfully nice looking house he has there for a guy working for a nonprofit. It, it looks it actually looks that. very very nice so uh -huh. congratulations uh, it's worked for him. Uh -huh. It hasn't accomplished anything his mm -hmm. entire life, but it, it has. Uh, it's worked for him, and that's that's nice to hear. Um, you know, look, the, the, if you read the details, of course, that is not at all what Twitter said. Oh, they got this right. That's not at all what they said. No. What they said is they do. They outline how their business operates, which is they created a bunch of fake accounts. They went on and intentionally followed a bunch of white supremacist accounts and then refreshed dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of times to wait for one company to come up so they could try to catch them in this. That's And of course, Twitter knows this because they have the they can tell which accounts did this. They can tell what their actions were on the site. And what actually happened is they got caught trying to manipulate the news to scam their donors yet again out of even more of their money, which... Honestly, I don't mind them sending to Media Matters because they're all terrible people who would fund this organization in, in the first place. And they, you know, they built another uh, nice room on the, on, the, on, the, uh, on the wing of this guy's incredible home. Um, look, it's just a pathetic effort. This is what they do all the time. They've been doing it forever. And, you know, there has been times, I mean, you know, they've been, to be fair, very irrelevant for a very long time. There was a period at the end of like the W. Bush era where they had some impact on, you know, in theory, um, but that's long gone. They used to at least be able to get their stuff into the media. MSNBC, for one, would take their scripts almost identically from their website and just read them on the air back in that era because, you know, no one really understood what was going on. People would just assume it was real reporting. They would just cite them constantly until people kind of figure that out. But that's long gone. This is an organization that's long outlast its, its uh, usefulness. And, you know, look, you kind of think of the Peter Thiel situation, right? Peter Thiel... Um, got a little uh, bee in his bonnet uh, about, um, what, what was the name of the site? Gawker, mm -hmm. right? Wasn't it Gawker? Yeah. Because they had outed him and, and, and said some terrible things about him personally. And he decided to fund lawsuits against the company until the company was destroyed. And, you know, the problem with pissing off you know, you piss off someone like me or Glenn Beck or, you know, look, the, they have some resources, they have some juice, but they don't have hundreds of billions of dollars. And the problem with Media Matters making this type of enemy is that their donors are a lot poorer mm -hmm. than Elon Musk is. Mm -hmm. And if Elon Musk really wants to shut down this organization, my guess is he'll be able to. Yeah. Now, they'll just recreate it under another name right. and try the same crap over and over again. I don't, I don't think there's a long road here, um, you know, whether it's worth Elon Musk's time to accomplish this is another is another situation. But you know, they, they will just continue to do this stuff. These same people will be recycled through organizations. They're you know they're they're meaningless cogs uh, in the machine. Yeah. So moral of that story is don't piss off the richest man in the world. It's never a good idea. No, I feel like you just want to you want to stay on that person's good side. But Sarah, you, uh, quickly, yeah. this is why they hate billionaires so much. This is why, because they, they yes, they, yeah, they have their billionaires on their side, which, of course, they love them. Yeah, they love that. But when they say, you know, when you get these sort of Bernie Sanders, oh, billionaires are a bad thing and no one should be a billionaire, 
The reason for that is because they know it's the type of thing they can't control. They can control government apparatus. They can control the media. They can't control this one crazy guy from South Africa who's like, I'm just going to sue you out of business. (laughs) That's really hard to do. And it's why they really hate the system, because it provides people with a way to push back against the machine. And they're part of it. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's go ahead. And uh, we got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more. But we want to thank our sponsor this segment, Genucel. So it's we the the season is upon us. It is officially the holiday season and it's time for gift giving. You know, you're going to have parties with friends and family and you're going to want to get compliments when you go out. People will be like, oh, my God, you look years younger. That is why you need Genucel. And from now until Christmas, Genucel's most popular package is better than 70 percent off at Genucel.com. Calm. Uh, treat yourself, treat your loved ones, uh, get some gifts for your wife. I was going to say wives, but you should only have one wife. You shouldn't have. Oh, yeah, yeah. It get one per state is the law. <laughs> okay. Your, your wives, your girlfriends, maybe you have one at one, both at once. I don't know. I'm not judging. I'm just saying everyone in your life needs Genucel. So you can see those troubling forehead wrinkles. They, uh, they target fine lines, skin redness, bags, puffiness. Even they've got a product for a sagging jawline, and it will disappear right before your eyes with their most popular collection. With its immediate effects, you will see results in less than 12 hours guaranteed or your money back. And included in every most popular package is a free hyaluronic acid serum for skin hydration that will restore your youthful appearance. If you want to look so young for the holidays, you can go to genucel.com slash Y. Enter the special promo Y, that's W-H-Y, for an additional 10% off your order. Every order today, by the way, is instantly upgraded to free express shipping, so make sure to do it today. Go to genucel.com slash Y. That is G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Y. New House Homeland Security Committee report found that uh, Joe Biden's southern border invasion is costing taxpayers just a cool $451 billion. It is, I mean, it could be worse. It could be $500 billion. It's That's only four hundred billion. It could be five hundred trillion. Yeah, it could. Yeah. So really, we should be thanking Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Joe Biden, that your own uh, neglect of the southern border is only costing us four hundred and fifty-one freaking billion dollars. Um, now, I will say, for as much as I like to talk crap about the Texas legislature, they did last week finally pass SB four, which will empower state and local law enforcement to arrest illegal immigrants for their illegal entry into the state. It's also going to grant states. Uh, state judges authority to return illegal aliens to Mexico. Uh, And in some instances, the crime of entering the state illegally would be punishable by up to six months in jail for first time offenders, two years for a second offense. And um, I want to bring in, I saw this on on X, on Twitter. Okay. Um, I saw this. This is Hernando Arce, he is a citizen journalist in San Antonio, Texas, who I saw was arrested for filming all of the illegal human trafficking that was going on at the airport. So, Hernando, um, I appreciate you joining us. I I was following all of your all of your clips and I want to let me go ahead and, and let me do this. Let me have you explain what it was you were doing. And then we do have a video of you being arrested, but explain Set the scene for us. What what were you doing? What were you filming? And why was it so horrible and I guess law breaking that you were arrested by San Antonio police? Well, thank you, Sarah Gonzalez, for having me on your show. Uh, to answer your question, I want to give you the full story. I want to be transparent as much as possible. Uh, 
you have to go back two weeks prior to this arrest where I was uh, documenting the center, which is about two miles from the airport. Uh, and I noticed something really different, which was the, the bus was not unloading to the center, but it was loading in the middle of the night. So I followed the bus that led me to the back of the airport, which is public property. And they would not uh, let me film there. And they called the police on me and they called the night duty manager of the airport, gave me a verbal trespassing warning for being on a public street. And I told them, this is unlawful. Yeah. And I'm going to talk to my lawyer and I will get back to you. I, I, I give him my ID, which I didn't have to do. And I left peacefully. I didn't get the footage that I wanted. For some reason, they did not want me filming the illegals coming off the lab bus into that warehouse behind the airport. Because from there, they shuffle them into the airport in the middle of the night when no one, when everyone's asleep. So Sarah, to answer your question, fast forward to last week. Again, I'm at that center right? The welcoming center, the human trafficking center. And I decided to, to follow the bus again. The same thing happened again. There's a pattern there. This time they went to the airport terminal, the departure side of public property, airport terminal. I grabbed my camera, my iPhone, and I, I was about to record. I was recording at the terminal when the police came and arrested me. Wow. And they said, and they, they said, um, I guess right. you were trespassing, which I'm not sure how that mm. works on, on public property. I want to play, Hernando, I want to play uh, your clip of your arrest from SAPD. Watch. How are you doing? All right. Good. Can I get your name and badge number? I'm Officer Trapp. It's uh, San Antonio Airport Police Department. Badge number is 9953. Thank you, sir. Is there an issue there? Or? No, I'm just uh, recording. Um, I'm, an, right. I'm a okay, citizen journalist. No, I'm just going to record them coming off the bus. I'm not going to get in their way. For some reason, they don't want to uh, drop off the illegals. I'm not breaking any laws. This is public property, officer. Uh, no, sir. This is the airport. And who owns the airport? Thank you. So that makes it what? Thank you, which makes it what? Who pays the city's expenses to taxpayers? You said you'd be right. in contact with corporate press before? Yeah, he's familiar with me. Hi, sir. How are you? Hi, Can I get... Price, the airport, please. Price, what's your badge number, sir? 9921. Thank you, sir. What's going on today? I'm just uh, I'm a, a citizen journalist uh, doing my First Amendment protection of the um, freedom of press. Okay. That's it. Were you issued a criminal trespass warning for the airport? I was. I don't rather not say anything right now. I don't want to answer any questions. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I think he issued a criminal trespass warning for you. Okay. I'm in a public place, so if you want to, yeah. you want to go hands-on now? I'm in a public place, officer. Be careful what right, you do. Right now, I'm talking to you. All right. Right now, I'm You're interfering with my job. Okay. That's fine. I'll stay with you. Officer Price says I'm being detained for reporting in the public space. There we go. Here we go. Wow. Uh, those officers seem very, very protective. They doesn't seem like they want anyone to know what's happening with these illegal immigrants. Hernando, why do you think that would be? Well, Sarah, it's because uh, evil works at night in the dark of night. And what's happening to our country, they don't want the average Americans to see it. Although many do see it at the airport, uh, they're hiding the, the, uh, the, the human trafficking of, of, of the replacement of Americans.
Mm-hmm. That's what's happening. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I was at the Dallas airport not that long ago, several months ago, right. and I tried to get a picture. I got one that was it was it was hard to see. It was very blurry, but I mean, they were just lined up, and they always have the yeah. same, you know, the assistant that walks with them, that helps show them where to go, mm-hmm. um, that typically doesn't work for the airport, but they work for this outside organization. And I watched all of them. And by the way, <laughs> what pissed me off the most was that they got to cut the security line, and I'm. I'm like, what the hell? You come to this country for free and you get to cut the line? Like, I'm a pay, I'm a pay, I'm a taxpayer, and I'm a paying customer of these airports and air, uh, airplanes, and uh, you just get to cut the line. And so I watched it happen, and I talked about it on social media. And I remember so many people on the left telling me I was lying that that wasn't happening. There's no, no, they're not. They're not just sending all of these illegal immigrants through the airport. The Biden administration is not doing that. And here you have. A lot of documentation, mm-hmm. not just from this night, but from previous nights, that that's exactly right. what they've been doing. Yes, Sarah, we've been documenting this uh, illegal immigration human trafficking center since the day they opened up back in July of 2022. I, I'm a part of an organization called Beyond the Mask. Uh, you can follow them on X, Beyond the Mask, because we've been fighting tyranny, right? Just like Cap says, we've been fighting tyranny since COVID started in 2020. And so we've documented the center and the, the police are very hostile with us. They, they always say, watch where you walk in, like, like jaywalking, you know, and so uh, you, you can't imagine this, the, 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 the footage that I have at the center from, from men masturbating to drugs being sold mm. to illegal uh, transportation, taxi drivers there. And it, it's getting it's getting more crowded as the winter months come. Usually winter, it slows down the, the illegal immigration, but now we're seeing it tick up. Uh, in the last few weeks. It's not slowing down. It's picking up. Yeah. Um, Well, Hernando, uh, illegal immigration, obviously, it's something that we talk about a lot on this program because people, Mm -hmm. I think, are realizing more and more that this doesn't just affect Texas. This doesn't just affect places like San Antonio and like El Paso and like here uh, where we are in DFW. This is now affecting the entire country. So um, we appreciate you having eyes on this. And I want you to tell everyone, obviously, you're in you've got some legal trouble now for for just going in and documenting what is happening in your own city peacefully tell people how they can help you oh yeah thank you sarah so yeah i do have a uh, a, a court date in, uh, in the next few months and uh uh i have a uh, give send go fund set up uh and i believe that address is below there yes. on the screen uh listen I, i'm a working man just like everybody else is probably watching the show i don't really do this for a living i'm a citizen journalist so i could use any help that people can provide for me uh my attorney uh, john gross uh, he's doing a, f- a fabulous job, and I think I'm, I'm in pretty good hands with him. Yes. So thank you, Sarah, for that. Yeah, thank you. I would agree that you are in good hands. And for those of you who are listening on the audio side, that is givesendgo.com slash Hernando Arce. Hernando, uh, keep us posted, and we appreciate all your hard work. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Talk soon. All right. Um, we got to go to break, but we want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So uh, for over a decade now, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And um, the, what I love about Patriot Mobile is that, you know, I am frequently um, I'm like boots on the ground type of girl. I don't know if you guys realize this about me yet or not, but I'm actually go- I'm going to, you know, uh, local organizations, Republican chapter uh, fundraisers and dinners and things like that, because I 
really believe in this. I'm not just sitting here talking to you about it and then I go home and don't pay attention. I'm actually invested in this along with you. And the most striking thing that I always notice is almost every single time I show up to one of these local events, I see the Patriot Mobile CEO, Glenn Story there, who is like one of the most amazing guys you'll ever meet in your life. But they are truly, they are walking in the battle alongside you. They are putting their money where, where their mouths are. And so not only if you switch to Patriot Mobile instead of the big mobile company that you're, at, that you're with now, you're gonna be getting the same good service, the same nationwide service. You can keep your phone, you can get a new one, whatever you want. Uh, you can keep your number, you can get a new one, whatever you want. But not only are you gonna back away from big mobile, you're also going to know that you are giving your money to an organization, to a company that is actually putting their money where their mouth is. They're donating money to flip school boards to red. They are donating money uh, for all sorts of conservative causes. They are alongside you in the battle. So I suggest that you go to patriotmobile.com slash news. You can get free activation with the offer code news. Oftentimes, they're going to actually save you money. There's no reason not to check them out. You can do that by going to patriotmobile.com slash news. We are at a tipping point in America. With 400,000 children in the U.S. foster care system and a quarter of those awaiting a forever family, Christians must step up. This is Jack Graham, senior pastor at Prestonwood Baptist Church, inviting you to Chosen, a summit addressing these urgent needs on Saturday, April 13th. Chosen will empower churches to begin foster care and adoption ministries and equip families who are adopting or fostering. We have great speakers joining me, including Sadie Robertson Huff and Governor Greg Abbott of the great state of Texas, along with dozens of breakout sessions. I urge you to join us and help make a difference in the lives of these precious children. Register at Prestonwood.org slash chosen. Oh, I want to get to uh, MSNBC's Morning Joe still. Why? No well, one wants to do that. I mean, I probably at least, they have, they've got to have at least five viewers. They've got family members who must watch their show. So yeah, maybe at least members. Five, crew members. Thank mm-hmm. you. At least five people who watch their show. And I, look, I'm not doing it because I think what they're saying is is true or uh, important. Well, it is kind of important in the sense that, like, this is what the other side is saying about us, about Donald Trump. Because um, I, I do think it is important to hear what the other side is saying sure. because I, th- that matters, right? Um, so I want to play just how broken these people are. Here is Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski um, trying to tell everyone that Donald Trump, if elected, is going to just like up and imprison his enemies when he gets elected and all sorts of stuff that, I don't know, sounds a little bit like what Joe Biden has been doing the last uh, three years. Watch have a responsibility to, to really to tune out the voices of of the haters of of the people that are constantly uh, double shilling and triple him. checking and shilling for him and suggesting Sick. that somehow they're being biased bending over backwards treating him like a normal candidate he's not a normal candidate he is running to end american democracy as we know it uh-huh. he's an authoritarian who a, a court uh, in in colorado two days ago ruled that, that he led an insurrection against the United States government. He's charged with leading schemes to help overthrow the United States government. So so if they want to frame it uh, that way, that's fine. If, if you want to be fair, oh, you want to be fair, then you fair. will frame this. Go. 
uh, as uh, Joe Biden being the candidate that supports American democracy and Donald Trump, a candidate who supports a new form of government here, this authoritarian. It's really that simple. And by the way, Reverend Allen, people go, oh, you can't compare him to past Nazi leaders. You can't compare him to this past Nazi leader or that past fascist leader because he hasn't done that. Well, what hasn't he done? He hasn't done the things that the American judicial system did not allow him to do last time, but may very well allow him to do this time or... Yes. A judicial system that will be ignored by Donald Trump oh, no. and ran over by Donald Trump to create the greatest constitutional crisis oh. of our lifetimes. Just because he hasn't done it yet doesn't mean he won't do it when he gets a chance to do it. He's and if he is well. voted into office, then a lot of these people that are talking about literal or figurative or whatever the hell they're saying, hmm? you're going to look like idiots. <laughs> Uh, Because he will do, he will get away with, he will imprison, Uh he will execute whoever he's allowed to imprison, execute, uh, 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 drive from the country. Uh, Just look at his past. It's not really hard to read. Again, the only thing that stood between him Mm. Mm -hmm. and the destruction of American democracy was the federal judiciary. That is a great point. That is a tremendous point. Can't can't you recall when Donald Trump was president, all the people that he executed or at least said he was going to execute. And then the judicial system stepped in and said, sorry, Mr. President, you can't execute them. And he was like, oh, shit. (laughs) Don't you remember all those times that that happened? I uh, know. He imprisoned all those all those political enemies that he didn't like. I don't remember any of that. Really? Yeah. It's uh, shocking to uh, to be told. But yes, no, I don't. I mean, if you want to go back in the past, you can go back. Of course, I mean, there's so much in that clip. Honestly, you have to give me this for radio tomorrow because I have to do. I'm doing radio with Pat Gray tomorrow. I must have this clip. It will be a full hour of oh, the program. Oh, for sure. Um, but first of all, the gall of this dope to sick to complain about people treating Donald Trump as a normal candidate when all throughout 2015 and 16 he salivated on this guy and had him on the show every day to tell him how great he was. Great point. You go back in that time, that was all Joe Scarborough was doing for ratings was constantly having his buddy on about how great he was and how he's this wonderful game changer in the Republican primary. If you wanted to get rid of him, you could have not done that. Of course, they loved him at the time. Now they don't like each other. So now he's going to act like he's Hitler. And like, you know, he's trying to call him Hitler. First of all, what hasn't he done that Hitler did? Well, I don't know, kill eight million Jews. (laughs) That was like part one of that. That was kind of a big part of the like, yeah, we did have problems with these corporate structure as it related to the Nazi government. Um, We had problems with their uh, propaganda rules. There's lots of stuff the Nazis did wrong, but it was all sort of secondary to the Jew killing. (laughs) Right. Like if does anyone. I would say so. And then he says the only thing that stopped him. He's like Hitler. The only thing that stopped him uh, from killing all these people was when he was told he couldn't do it. Well, one of the defining characteristics of Hitler is he didn't care when he was told that he couldn't do it. That was, was like, what made Hitler why, Hitler. I was like, also like why we got into a war. Right. Like, <laughs> if anyone remembers, he rolled over the entire government and started doing, he made speeches saying, I know this is against the Constitution, but it had to be done. That was 
the defining characteristic of the Hitler regime, right? Like he, he, it wasn't like he was like, well, you know, the luckily the federal judiciary told me I could murder 8 million Jews in gas chambers. That's not how that story went. This is so stupid from beginning to end. And also exactly what you'd expect mm-hmm. out of these two buffoons mm-hmm. who have been on the air uh, flailing around for a very long time. All they do is, you know, they, 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 it's a show that's made for like 18 people in the beltway. And they do this all the time. It's, it's pathetic. You know, when Joe Scarborough, Scarborough tried to do a commercially, commercially viable product with his radio show, it failed over and over again. He fam- I'm shocked to hear that. I know. Famously uh, said, not that he was getting fired, but that he was going to take a hiatus to uh, re-understand the structure of the show. And to this day, <laughs> they have never come back. This was a really long hiatus. It was a really long hiatus. He's still trying to figure it out. <laughs> one, of the, one, of the, one of the things they said the hiatus was for, so they were going to try to figure out how to add an extra hour, which is always when you're getting fired, what, the, what your employer wants. Please figure out how to add an additional hour. One way you do that is you just stay on the show for another hour. But uh, they couldn't figure that they out. They couldn't figure it out. And someday, though, 2027, 2029, 2035, they will figure that out, Sarah, and we will get another edition of the Joe Scarborough Radio Failure. If only we are so lucky. Um, all right, we got to go to break. Uh, but we want to thank our sponsor of this segment, My Bookie. So, did you bet on the game? Sarah, uh, that is, you know, look, it's, uh, that is not a question that, ne- that needs to be okay. uh, asked uh, on, a, on a show like this. Okay. I will say that. I you, think he did. Uh, I, I, I will say people that I know uh, wagered on this uh, game and uh, did, did very well. Good. I, I, you know, people that I know that live in Las Vegas. Okay. All right. Well, those people perhaps might be using my bookie. Oh, that would be a much better way of going. Yes, because my bookie is a good sports book can come in really handy. And when your money's on the line, you need to make sure to choose a trusted sports book that gives you the tools to win. That is what my bookie's going to do. It doesn't matter if your team is up or down. You can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. You can also use my bookie for a daily odds boost, same gay parlays, and take advantage of huge prize pool contest. They have a no strings attached cash bonus. It will let you deposit and withdraw very quickly. So you can use promo code news on your first deposit, receive up to $200 in cash. That is promo code news to claim your cash bonus now. By the way, you can try my bookie money bag to grab a potential Super Bowl front runner at long shot odds. I'm not going to read that. It's about the Eagles. But well, what's the, what, what are they saying? Because I mean, that's not a Super Bowl long shot. Obviously, they're the favorite right now. They were in the Super Bowl last year. So Listen, I'm just going to say you need to go to mybookie.com and use promo code NEWS. That is mybookie.com, promo code NEWS. Go Birds. All right, well, get really excited. Are you ready? Yeah. For the good news? Let me hear it. Joe Biden's Pentagon is planning to spend nearly two. $170 million on their diversity agenda. You're not, you're not, you're not clapping. Why are you? I'm trying not to. Excited? Is not working? No, your hands refuse to clap. It's weird. Um, so they did previously, uh, they did have $86.5 million that they had slotted for that. And then they decided that's not enough. That is not enough to hammer home these very important initiatives that we are doing. And uh, they said, we got to throw more money at it. And by the way, it was only it was 68 million in 2022, um, and they had increased to 86.5 2023. Now they're planning on increasing that again to, of course, uh, 135 
million a year for DEI. Because, you know, look, it's important that everyone knows what your pronouns are uh, and everyone knows um, if you use the pronouns Z and Zer. Mm. Um, and everyone knows if you are a fragile or everyone needs to know if you're a fragile white person or if you are against settler colonialism or any of the other, no? No. Really? No one needs the, to know any of that. For the military, you don't no. think that they need to be focusing on that? No, they don't need to know where you want to put your genitals. Really? They don't really even you know, need to know the details of them. They don't really? need to, yeah, this is all very basic stuff that people used to know huh? Uh, inherently. Um, I have a lot of problems with DEI, uh, diversity, I inclusion, and what's the other one? Equity. Oops, equity. Ooh, I set my alarm to go off right now. Apologize oh, for that. Wait, what are, what's going on I right now? I have to go. I have an appointment. Oh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I have a lot of problems with DEI stuff. We rant about it all the time, right? I, I, you know, it's unconstitutional in right. my view. Uh, you're, you know, it go, repeats all the horrible mistakes that we made at the beginning of this country when it came to uh, slavery and everything else when we would make decisions based on skin color. I think we should stop doing that. I don't think that that's a good thing. Of course, skin color expanded now to gender and uh, uh, sexual orientation and all the other different ways that they, you know, if you're trans or not, whether you have different pronouns, all that stuff. There's a lot of reasons to oppose DEI. Honestly, though, I had never really thought of a central part of my opposition being the cost of it, mm. mainly because there should be no cost to it. <laughs> Just pick the unqualified person with a different skin color or the different gender or the different, like, if you have multiple people that are relatively qualified at the same level, pick the one that looks different, right? That should cost you zero dollars. Yeah, but they've got to go through the training programs. Why? So that they can learn to pick people with a different skin color. Oh, that's easy. You could do that with your eyeballs. Um, yeah, like, what but was the process with of very hiring? Very stupid people. What was the hot process of hiring Corinne Jean Pierre? Let's find the dumbest person we know and hire them, right? Like that's all you had to do. You don't need. Well, the dumbest person who fits a couple check check boxes. That's true. If they were white, then they wouldn't deserve the right. job. But luckily, she's black and uh, I believe lesbian or some other um, alternative lifestyle, if you will. Mm -hmm. I don't know what other things she's got going on. I don't want to know. Probably exciting. I'm not sure. I but I will know. say, not really. It shouldn't cost you dollars to figure that out. Just hire the person with the without with pick you know first on skin color or some other immutable characteristic rather than qualifications. That's what DEI is. It's just a way of choosing. It's a different. It's, all it is is a different philosophy of hiring, right? Like, mm -hmm. hey, I'm going to hire people rather than further qualifications or merit. We'll pick other reasons to hire them. Immutable characteristics. I mean, I don't know why not eye color or uh, fingerprint type or you know uh, how they feel inside on a given moment. It doesn't really matter what the thing is. Why would it cost, what, what costs 270 million? This is how you know it's a grift, right? right? Like it's bringing people like Ibram Kendi to tell you to do the things I just outlined that cost you millions of dollars at a clip. To be fair, there is, and I know we got to go to break here in a second, but there is a, a leaked NSA document that has this big glossary for like diversity. Yeah. And I actually, if I was forced to learn that, I might need someone to come in and teach it to me because there's all sorts of <laughs> terms that yeah. I get very confused on, really? like two-spirit and the Z and Zer, and they're using acronyms now like AMAB, which is assigned male at birth, 
and AFAB, like assigned female at birth. Good God. You've got. Is it Thanksgiving uh, yet? Can we please just stop? <laughs> My alarm already went off. Latinx. And she was like, I, I actually, I really do have an appointment. I got to go. So I'm just saying to hand it to them, that is a lot of information. And I can understand why you might need a teacher to teach it to you. Now, it's not going to do you any good in life. I mean, it's total garbage. But mm -hmm. if you're being forced to learn it, you may need some extra help. Like, I would, if I took a test, I would fail, is all I'm saying. Um, all right, we got to take a break. We'll be right back. All right, last couple minutes here. Uh, I want to play for you, Stu, a man in London just totally reaming these environmental protesters, being like, literally everything you own and are wearing is made from oil, you dumbass. Watch. What do you mean just stop oil? All of your stuff is made out of oil, you idiots. Your clothes, these jackets, they're all made out of oil. What the hell are you doing here making a nuisance of yourselves? It's a joke. What a joke. What are you doing here? Get out of the road. You're wasting everybody's time and petrol. All these guys, their engines are running yep. all the time, wasting more bloody oil, you nutters. What is this made out of? What are your clothes made out of? How did your clothes get here? They got here by oil. What are you doing? This makes no sense at all. Just stop oil. You haven't thought about this. If you want to stop oil, you need to stay at home and go and live in the forest. Well said, my friend. Something that we talk about all the time. It's like literally... Dresses, your clothes, uh, asphalt, lipstick, makeup, bicycle tires, telephone, I mean, your iPhone, everything, medicine. None of that would be possible without oil. So you first. You guys stop living with it first. He's a, that was a very calm, reasoned explanation of how dumb they were. I, I thought so too. It. I appreciated it. I thought so too. Well, Stu, happy Thanksgiving. You too. Have a great, uh, have a great break. I would say eat lots of turkey, but you're not gonna, you're not gonna do that. I would say good luck with football on Thursday. Oh my gosh, that that's it. We're done. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.